0: Welcome to a teaser of this week's Datology Coach podcast. To listen to the full episode, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Paying subscribers receive weekly full-length podcast episodes, exclusive dating advice posts, as well as free admission to our monthly Dating Advice Zoom session. Subscribe now at dataologycoach.substack.com. If you're looking for help with your dating profile, book a private one-on-one session with me at DatologyCoach.com. We'll meet via Zoom and review each section of your dating profile together. You'll get feedback on your bio, your prompts, and your photos. I'll also provide tweaks and edits to help you attract more compatible matches. Book your session now at DatologyCoach.com. Datology Coach Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you. <laughs> new year new me the old Zencaster it's been a time yeah <laughs> oh my god what an absolute fucking nightmare we have had trying to record this we had a we went from Zencaster and now we're on zoom and it's just mm-hmm. been and Luca being Luca of course we I was just talking to Sarah and like, this past month has just been It's just been like I've been balls to the wall as far as dogs in terms of Mm -hmm. walking and having to do drop ins and then having sittings and blah, 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 blah and all that. And I am we were on a roll last night. We were doing a special episode about the Idaho murders. Yeah. And we were doing so good. And then fucking Luca. And she started being all needy. I don't know what happened, but something froze. And and it just we couldn't we couldn't get back on. So here we are. So, you know what? Here's what we're going to do we're going to so i really want to talk about the idaho murders because i i find there's so much about that case that um is uh, that i find really compelling and i think it's so driven by misogyny i think you know he's mm-hmm. dri- he's very clearly an incel <laughs> um, yeah yeah i mean you know, no one else is throwing that word around yet but you you called it early on well, I'm not the only person who who called that. Uh, oh, of you're course. not? No, but of course, most of those people called it after I did. In any case. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and this is not, I really don't like, you know, I like, I'll joke with you and say, Sarah, what do we say? Because we you know if I send something yeah. that it's usually right. This isn't, uh, uh, this, uh, this isn't an area where I want to be right. Do you know what I mean? This is not. Sure. It's not something I want to gloat about. But when if you're on TikTok and you're paying or or on the news or on any social media and you're paying attention to this case Mm
1: -hmm. and you
0: see some of the whacked out theories and you you see the way they're just they're blaming all of these. (laughs) They were blaming the 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 roommates and the ex-boyfriends and they were, you know, analyzing all this grainy they blamed a professor they blamed a professor (laughs) i mean the one tiktok creator she reads tarot cards and she says well Mm. the the cards told me that it's this professor and she was having an affair with one of the victims and her my boyfriend and so the the professor is suing her for defamation and she's doubling down (laughs) as she fucking should
1: (laughs) oh yeah the tiktok creator is doubling down Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Uh, Ah yes the coco strategy Uh, yes the coco brisco strategy Uh yes um but what I, you know, I've been seeing a lot of people talk about uh, the why, you know, the TikTok reporters and you know people who are talking yeah. about this case as they're not real people, and um, you know, I, I think there's an aspect to this case that um, that I I don't I don't remember being present in a lot of similar cases. Um, And, you know, Hmm. and obviously a lot of that had to do with social media and not just the the footage that everybody was pouring over. You know, there was that and going through people's Instagram pages because they were, you know, going through the victim's Instagram pages and, oh, this person follows this person. And then they would always say, oh, well, there's something up because the roommate um, made her page private. It's like, yeah, because you freak shows are contacting all of her friends and yeah. to get to her. And so all of her and all her friends had to po- private their page, pages because yeah. you have bad boundaries. <laughs> they literally yeah. had to. Yeah, I mean. Like, like mm-hmm. these people literally just had to go off the grid. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't... I don't think there's anything wrong with intelligent speculation or informed speculation. I think it's natural. Because mm-hmm. this was such a senseless crime well and it's just
1: like um there's like a long tradition of you know if it bleeds it leads right kind of thing like mm-hmm. this this kind of thing has always been mm-hmm. big news right so right. i don't really accept any any critique wherein someone is like oh you you're just you're just a ghoulish
0: looky-loo like yeah yeah, yeah. i am so yes. is everyone else right and that's oh, right. where See, I because I kind of find both ends of the spectrums a little annoying. You know, I'm mm-hmm. very annoyed with the people who, now that we have the affidavit, and we'll get to that in a second, and, and people saying, "No, I, I, I still think there were two people." They, they, well, they, 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 they had cameras. You're on allowed head. to think that. I you're guess. allowed <laughs> to think that, and the the whacked out mm-hmm. theories, and, um, and and you know, I don't. That's where I draw the line. It's like when you start trawling through people's social media and you start naming and blaming that I, no that that's my line i won't do it and even when i started to speculate i was more interested in sort of the psychology and the psychopathy and the pathology than i was um the whodunit aspect of it
1: well uh, now that I, we know whodunit i'm like super interested in the psychology
0: right and and, and it's because it's because it clearly had trouble with women um very very clear had clear rage for women you know there was an article that i sent you this guy went into a bar and he used to frequent this bar and he was very awkward with women and he would um you know try to talk to these women and the women found him you know surprisingly (laughs) they the women found him uh super fucking creepy and um so they eventually had to put notes in their like little online system for reservations. Like, Hey, this yeah. guy, he's a, you know, he's a little bit creepy um, and, and please be, you know, just be sort of on the lookout for this guy. Uh, so there's this, there was an article in the daily mail about this Idaho killer is accused of scaring female staff at brewery and branding one a bitch for spurning his advances. Yeah, at, That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds, that's, very in That sounds like, Yep, check that tracks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Let's get to them. Check one on the inside, Column. Yep. Uh let's see. Reading his staffer's notes on Coburger, neck of Central Valley said, Hey, this guy makes me makes creepy comments. Keep an eye on him. He'll have two or three beers and then just get a little too comfortable. The brewery mm. owner noted that Coburger would also ask women in the bar who they were with and where they lived. And oh, when they great. Right. And when they ignored him, he would get upset. He would get upset with them a little bit. And then the bar owner said that he last spoke with mm-hmm. Koberger. He confronted the man about the alleged inappropriate behavior. I went up to him and I said, hey, Brian, welcome back. We appreciate you coming back. I just want to talk to you real quick and make sure that you're going to be respectful this time. And we're not going to have any issues. Cyril Nick said that, yeah, Cyril this Nick was said,
1: at a bar.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> Nick said the 28 year old was startled. He was shocked that I was saying that. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. You totally have me confused. And then he never showed up at the bar again.
1: Mm mm-hmm.
0: uh, So this this was a guy who clearly had a history of uh, mm. aggressive behavior, mm-hmm. uh, latent or maybe not so latent, but um, contempt for women, mm-hmm. um, awkwardness for women and. Uh, recently they found a bunch of his posts online posts from like 10 years ago. Oh God. You know, where we're delving, <laughs> Can't into, when we're delving into the manifesto area and, you know, very much like Elliot Rogers from what was that San really? Diego? Yes. Very, and not so much in the woman Haiti kind way, but in the, I hate myself. I need to clean my mind. Uh, he talked about suffering from visual snow and how he had mm. these visual migraines and, And, you know, I just, I'm so miserable to people. And sometimes I feel like I'm not even there. And I mean, it was just, just the makings of, of, of a fucking psychopath, you know? Hmm. So the signs were kind of always there and that's, what's so frustrating. It's like, the signs were there, my dudes, Mm -hmm. like where, and you hate to blame the parents, but at the same time, it's like, were you checked out here? That you didn't yeah. notice what was going on with your kid? I'm not going to blame the parents. I,
1: I think it's it's almost never fair to blame the parents. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, who understands their teenagers? True. Like, as, as much as you try to understand what's going on there, you, you, they're just not going to share with you what they're not going to share with you, you know? Mm-hmm. And this person was smart enough to know that you know sharing these thoughts would land him in therapy or whatever mm-hmm. right like he knew this would be this that this would raise red flags and he was mm-hmm. smart enough to just not voice it which i mean i think is the case probably most of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like probably most people who don't get the help they need it's probably
0: that they know how to not get it you know hmm mm-hmm. so And this sort of brings me to why I think this case really took off. And when I think when I think things really heated up, at least online with the online speculation, was the fact that this guy, it 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 was really starting to look as though this guy was posting online about this crime.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And people were people were Papa Roger. Right. That's what he was was Papa Rogers on on Facebook. Mm -hmm. and on that page he was i mean he he, on that page on november 30th he wrote a post talking um you know talking about the the time frame and and like all the different aspects um all the different aspects of the case hang on isn't
1: that that funny
0: (laughs) what's what's funny
1: there's like there's a couple things about his behavior that do strike me as funny i mean One is just the total lack of impulse control that's Mm -hmm. like the first mistake everyone makes when they get caught. Like what is it's such like it's a cliche now right like oh the
0: killer always revisits the scene of the crime. Well you could do that physically you could do that digitally yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so let me read this article. So it says true crime sleuths have compared Papa Roger, the Papa Roger writings in the University of Idaho, Idaho murders case discussion Facebook group to the writing style in a Reddit survey that Koberger posted as a student investigator um, into the thoughts and feelings of criminals. They also believe that Papa Roger's Facebook profile picture, although it is actually an artist rendition of a soldier, strongly resembled Koberger, which it did to a, a freaky degree. And, you know, this uh, Facebook page uh, got started to get a lot of attention from from the FBI. And these are some of the things he was posting because they probably knew that the person who did it. Well, I
1: mean, the man who did it, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. uh, was probably lurking. And he was.
0: Yep. Uh, Let's say one of the posts, the date of the killing was chosen on purpose. Thoughts four weeks in and no suspects. What is the motive? how long do we think the killer was in the house and you can tell he's sort of asking these questions so that he can give his quote-unquote like his opinion but it's really him bragging exactly it's yeah. really him bragging
1: he wants I to st- hear wrong answers i think so that he gets
0: reassurance about how clever he is exactly exactly that's a when that's, he's really I'm, <laughs> I'm stealing that i'm stealing that by the way um sure so but one of the one of the things he said now, and this got the attention of an of an FBI agent, Jennifer Kofendaffer. It says, I have followed Papa Roger comments with intrigue. This comment was of particular interest after the release of the PCA, which is the affidavit. The comments just seemed to hit home. And the comment that he wrote on November 30th, of the evidence released, the murder weapon has been consistent as a large fixed blade knife. This leads me to believe they found the sheath, that they found the sheath this evidence was released prior to autopsies now as we all know now they did in fact find the sheath yeah what are but the chances it like he left behind what are the chances and mm-hmm. and i will just say i feel pretty strongly he intentionally left that behind as a way to implicate somebody else because that's what i think a lot of these online postings were doing right you know when that 4chan post went up from the the frat the frat anon guys Mm. there was there was a line in there and it you know he was this person this frat anon person was heavily implicating sigma chi the fraternity that the that the male victim belonged to gotcha yeah and in the post i mean and i've never i've avoided 4chan my entire life as you Uh, should as i should but this is something he says Bruh, you can see the King Roadhouse from so-and-so's uh, Sigma Chi room. Once that third floor light turned off, they did it. 19 minutes total, walk included. And now we know that the time frame for this thing was roughly 20 to, it says 405 to 425. Right. And, you know, door to door. Roughly like 19 minutes, that, that, that's pretty close. Mm-hmm and i remember saying that i absolutely i made a tiktok about it and of course everybody said i was fucking crazy fuck you all when are you going to listen to me and <laughs> but i'm maybe not bitter this about time. it maybe <laughs> <laughs> and i said i don't believe that the people named in the post are the killers but i do believe the killer wrote it and i do believe there are aspects of this post that were true and the other one that i think was true in this frat anon post is he was saying, um, let's see. Um, he's talking about who was the, you know, who was the target. Um, Hmm. and he was saying, let's see, uh, so-and-so even calls out shit. Media media saying titties. And that's who he referred to as Kaylee media media saying titties was the target. That shit is false. Titties bad luck targets were Ethan zayna and mads and now i feel pretty pretty strongly that the target was actually maddie okay and not kaylee who he refers to as titties because he's a disgusting human being Mm -hmm. i and because the sheath was found by her body Mm -hmm. and so it makes you think okay that had to be like either he took that off which is possible or um he that was the first time he took the knife out of the sheath. Yeah. I have always, always, always believed that Maddie was the target and not Kaylee. We were really fed that narrative by her dad. And I think that was maybe just yeah. his way of kind of uh, coping because trying to think like, because she wasn't supposed to be there. she had moved out. She yeah. was there for the weekend. And so yeah. people. that's, I think, part of the reason why people assumed it was her. And, and I think well, the that father- sucks. Yeah, I think the father needed to believe. No, you know this was going to happen. It wasn't. It wasn't wrong place, wrong time. Mm -hmm. You know this was going to happen. This is this is who he was after. I Mm -hmm. think that's a little bit more palatable for a a grieving parent, maybe. Well, Um, I also understand how
1: to a grieving parent. You know, your your son or daughter is the main character. I get mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm.
0: So. Uh, yeah, so the the Papa Rogers and the Four chan and the Reddit and even on Reddit, and on Reddit oh. they said, um, what was the there was a there was something on Reddit about the person who was posting on Reddit. The username was inside looking, and gross, right? And it what the time frame posted was again like twenty minutes. I think it was three twenty mm. to three forty a.m. And um, I, I I feel pretty confident that. He was intentionally saying some stuff that was wrong. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? Like some of the details were wrong, but he clearly wanted praise. He wanted to hear people say, Oh my God, can you imagine? Door mm-hmm. to door, he killed four people in, you know, eleven minutes, which right? when you do stop and think about it, it's absolutely horrifying. Uh yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot of time. No, it doesn't seem like a lot of time. But he was writing this stuff. To like to brag and to hear people say, oh my God, can you imagine? But that's very yeah. common. It's very common for people, for sociopaths like this uh, to, to, um, you know, once the high dies down, they need to get that high back. And so that's yeah. when they, and someone, another TikToker, I think it was called uh, Pink Peonies, they, they posted something. It's called the totem phase. And it's when they sort of uh, return and 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 start maybe talking about it and mm-hmm. and seeing the reactions and so i do think having such such having like such proximity to this killer really brought this case to another level and added to the the feeding frenzy of online speculation yeah so um that's part of the reason why i think people are so fascinated by this but the other thing that i'm noticing is that the 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 you know it's mostly women fascinated by this, but the For ones years. who are who are more like reporter-y, will mm-hmm. say, they're they're definitely stay at home moms, and I I do wonder if there's something to that, you know, in what si- way? Well, it's, it's like they're
1: interested because they're college students, or or no, more what?
0: like they're they're you know they're finding out that being a, a mom is kind of fucking boring. You know, like it's so oh. it, it's not as <laughs> fulfilling as they thought it was going to be.
1: Well, look, we all want to be full time true crime podcasters. You know what I mean? <laughs> like only only two women got there first, where mm-hmm. they could just like not not even report or like even convey mm-hmm. these stories with any accuracy. They just they just said, "Here's my favorite murder," and yeah. for whatever reason, that is an unstoppable hit.
0: Yeah, I uh, can't so, really figure it out, but I guess good for them. You got get, there. Yeah, first. Exactly. Get, good for them. Um, but. So we're starting to, I, th- you know, I, I don't know. Hold on. What was I going to say? Uh, Stay at home moms. Stay at home moms. I just I think that a lot of it is, you know, women who maybe don't have a lot to do, you know, outside of their kids. And they're kind of like, I need something else. They're, sure. you know and and that's I think I I want a lot of women to see that like you know everyone will say, oh my God, having kids is so fulfilling apparently not because we get a bunch of fucking Nancy Drews who right. you know and, and half the time when they're recording all you hear in the background is <laughs> the kids and I'm like should you be paying attention like should you be checking on them or you like, like maybe not talking about murder
1: <laughs>
0: yeah uh so in any case. So, so there was that aspect. And then the fucking affidavit came out and things just blew the fuck up. Yeah, they really
1: did. It really That was did. really when I actually started seeing the content on my TikTok. For uh-huh. some, like uh-huh. somehow I hadn't gotten most of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually really glad mm-hmm. <laughs> because the, the few conversations you and I have had offline where I've been trying to catch up, it's been like really difficult to parse out Um, the red herrings and the hearsay and the misinformation well like it was even kind of confusing like who who were the victims and who survived it was like it's all been kind of confusing unless you've been like obsessively following it
0: Mm -hmm. i stayed away from it for the first couple of weeks because i knew i'd get sucked in and then once i started getting sucked in what i started to get frustrated at is the absolute lack of logic people were showing by blaming the ex-boyfriend and it has to be him. I'm like, how, how, why? We're not talking about some guy who just snapped and killed his girlfriend. We're talking about sort of a mass murder here. It doesn't fit. And I hate, and I never wanted to say this because it makes me sound like a douche, but it didn't fit the profile you know it i mean just, that doesn't
1: make you sound like douche what's well, up well i mean it I just makes ab- you sound like someone who has absorbed any amount of true crime <laughs> <laughs> like it, we all should have known
0: that <laughs> it, it didn't fit the profile and yeah. you know if you really thought about this and you you were some of these people they were just so hungry and i don't know what that's about I, is it about b- being part of a community is it um, the mob mentality of just wanting to see somebody suffer and pay i don't know i do think oh, that can't it be both i you know this needs to be taught in school at this point like the mob mentality and getting on social media and you know being part of this community and and going after people and and cyberbullying and you know and of course tiktok did absolutely nothing about it because why would they but yeah, they never really do. do right. They? But but now see, we've got some cases. We've got we've got the the crazy tarot lady who's being sued. Mm. We've got Coco mm. Briscoe, who's, you know, up on charges for criminal harassment um, mm. for, for how she's used the platform. At some point, TikTok is going to have to start paying attention to this. Right. Like it, they, they can't. Oh, just keep... I don't.
1: I don't know. Kristen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> has Facebook ever shown accountability? Uh, nah. probably not nah okay true all right so let's talk about the affidavit for a second because okay. boy oh fucking boy when you read that when they say uh bombshell holy shit because when we first heard about this crime what we were told is uh the two surviving roommates were on the first floor they didn't hear anything and no yeah. one officially said that that just started somewhere
1: See that's what I mean. Like, yeah.
0: it's been difficult to to separate the misinformation from the information, mm-hmm. right? And so um, we that's what we thought, and then mm-hmm. we were told the the nine one one call wasn't placed until about eleven thirty Sunday. You know that that morning mm-hmm. um, when the killings were supposedly supposedly happened three to four, and nine one one was called uh, at uh, eleven thirty in the morning, and it was about over an unconscious body and why didn't the roommates call anybody and then the affidavit and how did they not hear anything and that they must be involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the affidavit comes out and we find out that the surviving roommate was not one of the surviving roommates wasn't on the first floor at all. She was Mm -hmm. on the second floor. And not only was she on the second floor and, and hear some things that caused her to get up three times to look out her door. Mm -hmm. But the third time she sees the killer Walking in her direction, and he walks right past her and goes out the door. Yeah, and so and she, the only
1: explanation there, I think, is that he didn't see her.
0: um I, I think it's one of two things. I think it's one, he didn't see her. Two, he was like, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." Hmm. Uh, or three, he was on such a high from that adrenaline
1: mm-hmm.
0: that he'd become so tunnel vision. And I'm so somebody said this in my comments, and I'm so so glad they did because it was my first thought. Did you see the movie Jaws? Mm-hmm. You know that scene when one of the sons is in the little wading pool or the little whatever, and he's mm-hmm. fallen into the water because the guy who was rowing the boat, he gets attacked by the shark, and the son is in the water because his boat tipped over? Yeah. And the shark's coming right at him <laughs> and yeah. must must pass right by him? Yeah. I I think it's something similar where like, you know, when they're in that frenzy after they feed, they're kind of they they kind of something happens where they're just not mm-hmm. they're done, you know, they're just done. Sure. And I feel like it was probably something similar here. Uh, 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 I definitely don't think he saw her, but I also think yeah. he was so tunnel visioned at that point he wasn't right. noticing anything. And you just know, like, you when he oh, uh, when he gets arrested, you just know when he found out that there was a witness, he was shitting himself. Uh huh. (laughs) So, they read him the affidavit, (laughs) and this guy might have thought, "Oh, I left the sheath behind." Right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I think he did it on purpose. And then they say, and then they get to the part about the witness. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Whoops. oops and you just know you just know that's where all i mean i i do think that he was smart in some regard um but clearly like very sloppy and i think this was a case of he did plan but i think literally anything that could have gone wrong went wrong meaning yeah i think he went in there to, to attack one person and they were in the, two of them were in the bed, so he had to kill both of them, and then he goes downstairs, and the girl gets DoorDash, and she somehow crosses paths with him,
1: mm-hmm. and he
0: has to kill her, and then he has to kill her boyfriend, and so he's probably, like, just, just, he probably. can't focus. Yeah. You kind know? Tired? Probably very tired. That kind of surge of adrenal- adrenaline, it's gonna knock you out. So, uh then, you know, just doesn't, isn't, isn't looking well not only that but like um if you're going from
1: a room where there's any light to a hallway where there's none you yeah your eyes are gonna take a second to adjust and you could feasibly not see someone
0: yeah and it's weird how people don't take that stuff into consideration it is isn't it you know it's kind (laughs) of like have you do you (laughs) have you never turned your lights off right have you never right? turned your lights off and then walked into a like? have you never had this experience mm-hmm. so the, the the affidavit comes out and, and we find that he was was in fact was he stalking them or was he setting up some kind of pattern of because he was constantly 12 different times they have him pinging yeah. his cell phone pinging near their home i'm so glad you mentioned that because we, we talked about the stupid
1: mistakes he made uh-huh. <laughs> and how they were kind of textbook i mean the the one if i had to like pick one stupid mistake that's also very textbook it's in underestimating the police and look i don't i don't mean to say anything nice or complimentary about the police like Mm -hmm. they botch a lot of things Mm -hmm. they hurt a lot of people Mm -hmm. and a lot of times they are incompetent right but we know for a fact that this dude applied for an internship specifically to help the rural police in the area interpret data Mm -hmm. got turned down for it (laughs) shocking (laughs) and then what ends up being like one of the primary ways that he gets caught his cell phone data right
0: yeah so he they've got (laughs) so they've got him on video they've got him they've got the pattern of him being around the house they have the dna on the sheath they have the eyewitness this isn't by no means a slim dunk like you might think it is it's by no means a slam dunk you just don't know what the other side has never go in and, and underestimate um but i'm hoping oh wait before we get to this part so there's a witness she sees him and 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 sarah how do you think everybody responded to this 19 year old college student um going into her room and locking the door after she sees a a man in a mask at 4 30 or 4 15 mm-hmm. in the morning in her apartment well, very reasonably i'm sure yes very reasonably <laughs> so they of course yes uh,
1: yeah no no with vitriol
0: right and so then the internet was set on fire with well why didn't she call nine one one? right and so that's when now everything's just going bonkers. and the and the the most vocal critics of this nineteen year old kid are mothers. That's what I don't get, okay,, All right. And it's really just been a bunch of people questioning why this kid didn't call nine one one right away. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean I, I mean, it's so
0: yeah a couple things right um
1: <laughs> one is big boy mom energy right mm-hmm. when we're holding the woman to a higher standard than we would the men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but which a lot of people do of their daughters i mean yeah we all know that that's yep. the thing right yeah um but also if you don't understand the reaction to just freeze up shut your door and wait yeah then tell me nothing truly frightening has ever happened to you without telling me nothing frightening has ever happened to you
0: not to mention but Sarah what are we told to do if someone tries to SAS uh i
1: don't know is there one right answer here
0: no but we're often told don't fight back just let it happen because that's that that's oh. how you're more likely to survive like don't oh. do anything, don't say anything. You know, that's the message that- I don't put. know that I've heard that, honestly. I'm not I'm not really sure. I've heard that quite a bit. Okay. Um maybe I from believe. Olivia Benson. I, just, I don't know. I Don't know. But they don't they don't understand. They also don't understand that how how often women starting from a very young age, um were put in situations like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're dealing with that kind of all the time, and sometimes we're just like, uh, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna not deal with it or oh, okay, I don't know that that's a threat. I don't know what's really going on here. like this is this isn't an uncommon situation for us to to deal with. And so it very well might have been like she, she just said. Ugh, well, this is kind of normal. Like the guy, you know, there's always people in this house. Whatever, I'll check on it tomorrow. That actually could be because um, it sounded like to me it sounded like he
1: was wearing a mask, like a ski mask. But you said it's actually just like a, like an N95.
0: It was a mask. All they said was it covered his nose and his mouth. Oh, Okay. And I assume that means COVID because that makes the most sense. Because if you're trying to prevent, you know, DNA spreading, DNA. Yeah. Um, a, a, a COVID mask is going to be better than a ski mask. Sure. So that's what I think. And and if it was a COVID mask, you know, she very well might be like, eh, you know, okay. So maybe some people are still wearing that stuff. Maybe some people are still just doing that stuff. It's not as weird anymore. Um, some people are still doing it. Um, there's always people coming in and out. Um, and yeah, he- that's the thing, right? Like the house is... Um
1: pretty large yeah right and they're yeah. they're bedrooms on all three floors mm-hmm. we know that they'd been out drinking that night right and so like it, if you hear a weird noise in the house where there are some other people
0: that's like kind of par for the course right. after a night of drinking right right also par for the course is you know a, a girl and her boyfriend the girl's crying maybe they have a fight especially if they've been drinking yeah, yeah. you know oh Who she's you know, mm-hmm. getting DoorDash at four o'clock in the morning, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of normal. Mm-hmm. But but what they what how this went was so they all get home by about two o'clock. They're all in bed or in their respective rooms by four, Um, and, and some of them are asleep. The, the surviving roommate was asleep. The other surviving roommate was asleep as well. And you know, at first she hears somebody upstairs playing with the dog, who she mm-hmm. she thinks is playing with the dog, and she falls back to sleep, or she and she. Um, Gets up and she looks and she doesn't see anybody. And then the second Mm -hmm. time she hears what she thinks is. um, Oh, she hears somebody say. um, Someone's here. Mm -hmm. And so she gets up and she looks out. She doesn't see anybody. Right. And then she hears um, what she thought was crying from uh, Xana's room. The other Mm -hmm. the other room on her floor. And this was the most chilling, I think, part of the affidavit for me. And she heard Xana crying or whimpering. And then she said she heard a male voice say something to the effect of, don't worry, I'm going to help you.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And I doubt it was her boyfriend. Because my Mm -hmm. guess is at that point, he was already dead. Yeah, that's my assumption as well. And she's on TikTok at 4.12. They have her phone on TikTok at 4.12. She's dead by like four to eighteen. Okay. This is oh. yes. This is so horrifying. And so at that point, the third roommate looks out, and that's when she sees this guy in a mask, wearing all black, walking in her direction, and, and he walks right past her, mm-hmm. and she freezes. And everyone's kind of like, <sighs> I mean, but he wasn't going to attack her. I mean, he didn't attack her. Until, what? Why did she freeze? <laughs> like, what do you? And this is what I explained in a video last night. We've talked about this adaptive unconscious before, and it's that processing tool that our brain uses to process information. And the problem is that it processes it at such a so quickly that our conscious mind can't properly interpret it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it, it it it's what it's what our intuition is based on. And so we don't know what's wrong; we just know something's not right. But yeah. we can't we can't um, quantify it but sure that's well, we always say fight flight or freeze right like fight flight freezer fawn okay that that's what we do fight flight freezer fawn those are the four f's and she froze
1: you can tell i've never fawned
0: <laughs> uh, i'm a fighter myself uh and oh i'm a freezer <laughs> are you i, I mean I, i'm yeah. A, yeah i'm sadly i'm a fighter um and people in the comments were saying i, I mean i don't understand you know, and I'm just asking because I'm just curious. You're not just curious. You're being passive aggressive. You're, you're insinuating. Tro- you're insinuating something. <laughs> yeah. You know you are. Don't be a bitch because you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know. um, and uh, when you say, I mean, I just like I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to understand. You're not trying to understand because it's not the curiosity that's the problem. It's the fact that you feel owed an answer, and it's also the fact. Listen, bitches. Google's free. So if you want to know why would somebody freeze, you know, if they weren't attacked, Google it, figure it out, find out because that information is out there, especially now because we're talking about trauma responses more. So people just could not understand a why she just stood there uh, and or and then went into her room and locked the door and why she didn't call the police. And people totally get it. I totally get it. Yep. Totally Uh, get it. Um, frozen in fear, didn't know what she saw. Lived in a house where people were constantly, constantly coming in and out. Maybe it was somebody like downstairs. And and look and like if you look at this guy, he's pretty nondescript. He's very not. I mean, he looks. I, was say, I, I don't. I don't mean to uh,
1: cast any aspersions on the the lifestyles or proclivities of the people who live there because mm-hmm. I I really don't know anything about them truly. Mm-hmm. But I I could tell you as a person who has been to college, it wouldn't surprise me at all to hear that, as you said, people were were probably in and out of there pretty frequently. And with that many people rooming together, like, you're not all going to know the same people. So not only that, but I just, I I can't imagine that either of the survivors even thought this was a possibility. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Because they're kids. Like, they wouldn't have they, they're just they wouldn't have gone out to investigate after they thought the coast was clear necessarily because
0: right what you know who does that refined. not this you know what women do that women in fucking horror movies that's who that's who goes to investigate like a <laughs> yeah. sound that's who right there Michelle Geller goes up the stairs screams second and scream two because she hears a voice no if like a lot of people would be like I'm out of here I'm not listening uh-huh. to that some people would some people would go some people wouldn't some people might hide Some people might try to fight like everybody responds to trauma differently. Mm -hmm. And to come down on this, let me remind people again, 19 year old college student. Yeah. Who had to sit by for six weeks as the whole fucking world. Really try to imagine what that's like the whole world speculating and saying, well, why didn't, how could they not have heard anything? They must've been involved. Well, look at her boyfriend and here's a picture of her in a ski mask and and to know mm-hmm. i'm the i'm the key to this fucking case and this is yeah. what people are saying about me and probably knowing and the minute this comes out they're gonna roast me again i hope that she didn't know that what they were talking you know about? like
1: i i i hope that she just was able to take some time i mean certainly away from school for one mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but just truly just go home don't be on the internet like connect with your loved ones heal like i i hope she just didn't know that this was all going on all this speculation about why she didn't do x y or z
0: yeah unfortunately that's not the case because people people close to her have come out and said you know she she's read it she's seen it. oh okay yeah yeah so we can throw that we can toss that out the window uh so she's dealing with that the affidavit comes out and it's a bunch of grown-ass women Mm-hmm. saying things like, Mm-mm, no, something's fishy. Listen, I'm the most suspicious person in the world. But even I, when I heard that, I was like, no, that totally makes sense. And maybe it's yeah. my trauma training. Maybe that's my trauma training. I don't know. But, or because of the way the the house was laid out, I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. My old house, when I lived, you know, as a kid, that's kind of how, you know, I could see that happening. Um, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> like I said, if you've ever been genuinely frightened
1: or afraid for your safety before you yeah. get it yeah or if you've ever walked into a dark room you also yeah. get it
0: right or if you yeah if you've ever been in college you know you, you get it so tell me you have no life experience without telling me you have no life experience well i i saw
1: someone um in your comments um very astutely i thought um pointing out that Perhaps all of this was happening because, you know, we just, we take this kind of thing too far when we look at it as entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And we, and like, there's that invisible barrier between curiosity and in interest that is, you know, human nature and to some extent healthy versus, you know, obsession and mm-hmm. like being judgmental and, um. And yeah, just just viewing it as your entertainment. and and that commenter noted that it seemed like people were actually genuinely disappointed that the story was over. Like the story arc,
0: yes, didn't have enough twists, right, right. There were still people looking for the twist ending. Mhm. And this isn't a novel. That's not what this is. This is real. Li- and I'm, I, I, I it, it it's real life. But you have to realize too, we have commodified human beings i mean between social media and reality tv yeah we have completely dehumanized other people it's become the norm to pick apart other people's lives yeah for sure you know
1: so i mean in that respect i can't i can't really like i said i i don't want to demonize anyone for consuming true crime content because obviously we do it Mm -hmm. right (laughs) right so if that's I just think it's very sanctimonious when people are like, oh, how can you look at that stuff? Like, well, because it's just part of life, right? Like it's
0: right. Yeah. Happening. It's, it's real. It's happening. It could happen to any one of us. And I think that is part of the reason why we show such a fascination is because this could happen to any one of us. And we're almost trying to inoculize. Is that the word? Maybe inoculize desensitize ourselves to this you know it's like pressing the bruise like this terrifies us so we're gonna keep
1: doing this yeah no it's exactly that yeah because i mean people who are saying like well how could she just freeze it's it's because they've convinced themselves that they would do otherwise right right right. but you don't
0: you don't really know no and hopefully you'll never find out and hopefully you'll never find out so of course you know the misogyny behind that and the incel. The, you know, the incel Ugh. aspect of this. I mean, he's... Uh, I'm, I think we're going to... And people think, oh, he's. There's has to be other crimes. I don't know that there's other crimes. I don't think so. I, I think... I don't think so either. I think
1: this was... I think he was hoping this would be one of a series.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I especially think after he... I Because I think he went in there to kill one person. Walking out, having killed four, I think this guy thought... I am untouchable. Yeah. That's what I think. And I do think that that false confidence would have absolutely encouraged him to kill more. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but he had a dissertation to write. I mean, he he could could he, could he do that? Like, was that his plan to just write a dissertation? I think he wanted to see this whole process through. Like, I really... I, uh, <laughs> I don't
1: know. I mean... He was doing, he was trying to get first-hand accounts, right, of mm-hmm. like what goes through people's minds and mm-hmm. and the psychology of people who commit violent crimes. Mm-hmm. And so I really think this was an extension of his research. Like, I yes. I think, like when I say this strikes me as what he hoped to be one of a series, like I, I think on some level he was thinking like, oh, this, you know, this is for my research.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me interject. Do you hear that? I don't. That's Copper drinking his water. <laughs> oh, hydrate Copper. He's a big basset hound, corgi mix. Good. I'll post pictures. Yeah. He's, he's my little friend, 12 years old. But yes. Oh, I, but does I, he look like a little loaf? Yeah, kind of. A little bread loaf. A little bit. Well, no, a little. No, he's a big boy. He's like 100 pounds.
1: Okay, a chunky bread loaf. A chonky bread loaf. <laughs> like a hearty ciabatta
0: yes so i agree with you there there was definitely there was definitely a method there like i don't think he just went in to kill i think i think he wanted to either become i do think that he was influenced by other serial killers for sure ted bundy btk uh Mm -hmm. john wayne gacy you know john wayne gacy is the one who Who said when he was arrested, did you arrest anyone else? And that's allegedly what Brian said. And Mm. you know, the sorority house, that's that was Mm -hmm. Ted Bundy's last kill. And BTK was um sort of hiding in the house and uh killing killing multiple people at once.
1: Well, and even just the fact that this was his uh I mean, this was his PhD area, you know. Right. You know what they say? Do what you love.
0: (laughs) Apparently, I guess so we'll uh we'll find out more uh a- as this goes on i'm really hoping that he spares the families uh the agony of a trial um, oh
1: i don't think he will
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> here's what else i predicted
1: i'm calling it now uh mm-hmm. as i as i told you separately um this dude is not is not going to know what to do with himself with all the women that will be riding him in prison, throwing themselves at him. Uh, He's going to have more romantic options
0: than ever before. Promise. Yes. I, I believe you. And I'm already kind of starting to see that in the comments from, from. Oh God. Really? Oh, he's innocent. He's innocent. They're just framing him. He's innocent. No, he's not. He's not like he did it. Let's be clear. He did it. Um, Whether or not he'll get away with it. We it's, you know, we don't know yet it's doubtful let's hope not mm-hmm. for the sake of those families like let's yeah. hope not let's hope not for the sake of that witness yeah. we don't want her living her life uh, it, you know in in terror right um so but i but i agree i think that there's gonna be a ton of women who are like oh my god white man you know reasonably attractive I'm telling you mm-hmm. and it's so scary but it it will happen i don't i
1: I think it would be, um, you know, an interesting psychological study for for anyone who's who's in that research area. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to yeah to 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 dig in a little bit about like what's um actually I'm sure someone already has done this but like what is what draws women to men in prison like why why would anyone write Charles Manson? because they want to save him don't you think
0: i don't i really don't know i don't know maybe i know that the melendez brothers i mean they just went they, they i think they were married like each of them twice
1: oh my god right
0: right i don't, I don't These, know about the menendez because they were kind of conventionally attractive guys and they were, also yeah. there is the aspect of the alleged sexual assault uh, sexual abuse by the father which I think uh, victimized them a little bit and made people mm-hmm. feel bad for them a bit, and so they're choosing to believe that they did it sort of in self-defense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. That's one, that's one route. That's one way sure. to look at it, ladies. Sure. Um, but yeah, these. I I think it's a. I'm gonna I'm gonna save him. I'm gonna be what he, I'm what he needs. Maybe it's actually simpler than that, and it's just
1: like this is the safest relationship of all right i get the i get the emotional connection Mm -hmm. but like we're never gonna
0: meet yeah yeah
1: i've got a captive audience
0: true what's he
1: gonna do dump me for i don't have
0: i don't have to have sex with him a lot exactly right Right? so yeah that's a good point he's not gonna
1: be in my house like messing stuff up
0: (laughs) yeah not gonna have to pick up a socks it's like it's maybe the safest relationship of all but I, I do I think, think that there has to be some level of mental illness there. Don't you think? I do
1: not know. I find it interesting.
0: I, I don't, I don't know what the appeal is. Hmm. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a topic we might want to talk about in a future show because we're, you know, we're, we're moving away from the, from the, from the first topic, but we are looking for, uh, topics for the show because, uh, we want to liven things up a bit. We want to switch things up a bit. We've been kind of been doing the same format for a good couple of years, and we want to switch things up a bit. There's, there's definitely definitely been this uptick in signups for the podcast and all that ever since this Idaho Four thing. Oh, right. I I do not want to get into true crime, as in the crimes. I don't, I don't either. To, yeah. I have no interest in that. But I am I'm fascinated. very saturated as a market. <laughs> yes, but I am fascinated by you know why do women marry you know killers why Mm -hmm. do women fall like i'm fascinated by that stuff why do you know serial killers or why do murderers you know think or narcissists or psychopaths i'm fascinated by that stuff sure um and you know
1: oh and scammers we could so we could have like a maybe we could carve out a little niche for like love crimes oh sarah love crimes
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i I, i'd kind of prefer to stay away from um you know, people being murdered because I really don't I I don't want to exploit anybody's trauma, but I do would like to educate.